What's going on, Clipper Nation? It's me, William, the Opinion Update. And I am positive Chuck Mockler. And we are Locked on Clippers, part of the Locked on <laughs> NBA Network. That's a big win! I laugh because it's been a while since you said that. I've Yeah, I mean, it was a big win amount-wise. In the grand scheme of things, maybe not so much, but... Biggest this, win of the year. This is exactly what we needed tonight. It, it was exactly what we needed. A classic, if you're a fan of the show, get your mind right game. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be recapping that. A lot to like there. We're going to do a couple things we didn't like. King Mostly, Kawhi came through tonight, which was great. King Kawhi came through. Mostly just some of the other rotation guys were a little less than stellar, but we'll talk about that. Uh, and then we got a classic, what you say, Wednesday. We're doing a fun check. This was, uh, an, this was yeah, this was an Updike fun check poll. I, I'm a fan of a fun check. Just wanted to know whether people were having fun watching the Clippers play this year. And the results on this one are the tightest we've ever had. And it's very funny concerning what happened tonight, what some of these people answered for when if they enjoyed watching the Clippers play. Hotly debated. Um, <laughs> it was. People were going back and forth. And then we're going to wrap things up with some shavings. Uh, we Bunch of stuff in this drawer. A lot of stuff rattling around in there. So we'll try to get to as much of that as we can. So stay tuned for all that and more coming up right about now. So the Clippers absolutely, I mean, decimated the Cavs. Mm-hmm. 128-103. Wasn't even that close. <laughs> no, we lost the fourth quarter. They had some they had some absurd performances from some guys, but right off the top, we have to talk about Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Season high, 43 points. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it's gotta be a season high in efficiency, I would think. <laughs> Dude, I mean, y- yeah. Uh, 63%. Yep. 6 of 10 from 3. Unstoppable. It was crazy. And it was... Zubats was talking about this post game. He said it was like... He's like, you just kind of looked up and you were like, oh, he's at 17. And then you look up and you're like, oh, he's at 36. <laughs> like, I wanted them to keep it going. I think he could have gone for 50. I tweeted out that we should just try and let him go for 60. Like, why not? There was a time... There was, at one point, he could have uh, shot a 3 to tie his career high of 45, but he dished it out to Sham. Sham obviously nailed it. He did. But this was the... Uh, was this He the wouldn't m- have booted. Yeah, he would have been off the team. Was this the most like comprehensive superstar performance we've seen from Kawhi? In terms um, of ability, I'm not saying like impact, because you know, this was a game against the Cavs in January, so it was nice to get the win, obviously. It's hard to look past the recency bias, but yeah, I mean, I'll I'll say yeah. In a while, this I don't know. I feel like he's had a couple of good games recently, but no, uh, front to back, you know, didn't play the fourth quarter, but didn't need him. Didn't need him. Um, it was just great to see, and it was he wasn't the only guy out there making a difference, but I felt like in a way that I guess I haven't in a while, that he was setting the tone for the team in a way on court. This was a um, lead-by-example situation where it was like, hey, you guys, we're not coming out flat. Mm-hmm. We're not going to do this kind of weird shot-for-shot thing. He also looked sprier Dude, he than looked, he's looked in a while. He looked... This is a show, This was a showing of how what load management does yeah. for players. yes. Is that he just looked fresh? And this game is part of the load management, you know. Like yeah. this is a game where you, he's ramping up. He's ramping up. He's, he's ramping big, up. He's at the and, big, we, and we talked about this yesterday. I was like, we, you know, when are we going to start to see this? I mean, not when, but like I'm I hoping that mean. we yeah. get at to what see point? this, like more of this kind of ramping up as the season goes on. And you know, thus far, 
Um, the returns seem very positive, and it seems like things are heading in that direction. Yeah, uh, we got everything we wanted from Kawhi tonight. There was a lot of good in this game, so maybe we should start with what we didn't like. So the biggest Which thing, there wasn't too much. There wasn't too th- too too much. I mean, the biggest thing is Trez. So we'll we'll hold that. But like, just the overarching thing is, it was just kind of a rough night for the other rotation guys, other than Lou. It was a brutal night for the bench. It was a brutal night for the bench. So these guys all played about 15 minutes or more. Negative net ratings, which is really hard to do in a near 30-point victory. <laughs> we uh, were up by 30-plus at one point, too. Yeah. Like <laughs> Rodney Magruder went one of three from the field. Uh, he had a minus four net. He did finish with two and one. Uh, Jamichael. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I mean, respect. Two and one. <laughs> he had two and one. It wasn't nothing. <laughs> Uh, Jamichael, uh, 0 of 2 from the field, did add six boards, was a minus 10 on the night. Yeah. Uh, and he played just under 15, just under 15 minutes at like 14 and a half. Jerome, my guy, (laughs) 50% from the field, 50% from three, seven points, four boards. Team worst minus 11. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Actually, I don't think he was team worst. Let me double check that. He was, Sorry. He was team worst. Uh, he, he was team He worst. was, in fact, a team <laughs> worst. Yeah. So that's, yeah, we didn't like that. But it was nice because Doc said, you know, the starters started off so well because everyone knew their role. So, like, th- it was weird. It was such an up and down night. Because we had we had like phenomenal performances, mm-hmm. Lou included, who we're going to talk about, who had his most efficient night. Oh, yeah. He was, he was crazy efficient. I, and he yeah. had literally ninety eight percent of the bench points. It it it's hard. It, it's hard to really nitpick anything in this game, so I'm I'm not gonna be a rain cloud about this. But rain cloud. It's just uh, first time we've heard that one on this podcast. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> I just feel like sometimes we're not seeing cohesive games all the way through. You know, like we talk about the depth of this team and but it's awesome. and, and all this and. Granted, you know, man, it's a Tuesday night game against the Cavs. Like I said, I'm not going to harp on it. It's funny because, like, if these guys didn't have an off night, we would have won by 50. <laughs> I so, mean, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Hell, yeah, we would have won by 50. Um, Dropping a 50-point win on a, on a team, that's that's a feather you can – that's that's something you can hang your hat on. Another thing we didn't like. 28 points. <laughs> <laughs> Trez had his worst game of the season. Uh, yes. He was 5-11 on the night. He looked – and I mean this in the true sense of the word, words, genuinely angry a lot of this game. And not like the fired up kind of angry. Just like at what was, he seemed perturbed, I guess is a better, I should I should use that word. Yeah, I, I mean, I actually wasn't sure early on if maybe he was playing through an, an illness or something perhaps again. Um, I, it, it was an off night. Off. He, and looked, it, he looked off. And I think part of it is, we don't see him have these nights. Yeah. So when it happens, it's like, oh, what? Oh, what's going on? He did finish five of eleven. Um, he he still got you know double digit scoring. Um, but so he he, he finished with forty five percent from the field. But it all came stretch, late. Yeah, it all came. It all late. came. It, late. It, it all came late and like in you know maybe less than competitive minutes. Yeah. Uh, for sure. And. I think the biggest issue was just like the defense, uh, the defensive effort that he was putting out there in that first quarter. Um, it, I don't know. You know, I've been, I'm, I'm definitely a Trez apologist over the 
in, in oh i have nothing but yeah he's obviously phenomenal give him all the money yeah for sure we'll but see, i mean it, probably for the most part you know it definitely did did bolster the argument for the more zoom minutes yes he was like yelling at guys so when it was garbage time mm-hmm. and he was with some of you know guys who don't get a lot of playing time he was like re- he just like was kind of deciding to just drive to the basket sometimes like I saw him be like a come on man a couple times and then he just drove to the basket and he scored which was great but yeah um, and then we have to give credit to some of these calves yes yeah dude Colin Sexton ten of eighteen for twenty five points four or six from three Chetty Osman had that thing on him in the beginning he was five of eight from three yeah finished with uh, second highest team points twenty one yeah so uh, they had I mean they had some guys who were doing some things and he, yeah but we answered everything so now we can get into what we liked. We sure. answered everything. There was no flatness. This game, like two weeks ago, feels like we go bucket for bucket in that first quarter or something like that. And yes. you know what I mean? Like, we did not even give them a legitimate chance of hanging around in this game. We were only up five after one. It was only 31 26. But it only got worse, pretty much. We had a 40 point third quarter, 35 point second quarter. Yeah. You know, there was no, this was the perfect get right game. It it was great. I mean, I think up top we gotta talk about what the people want to hear. Zubac had a great game. Oh yes, I was like that. We only had eleven turnovers. Zubac's, that was pretty. Uh, yeah. No, Zubats had his. I don't know. This was his like planning the flag game. This was you. It's so hard to watch this if you don't like Zubats. Mm-hmm. If you're listening to this and you don't like Zubats and you think he should stay at his minutes. After watching this game, I would generally like to hear your take on it. So hit us up at Locked On Clips at Charles Markey. Well, like, but like, or if you th- twelve and ten, four blocks. He, or if you think we need yet another big man, I'd like to hear the argument at this point too. He destroyed Tristan Thompson. Yeah, he borderline played perfectly. Yeah, like I mean, for all intents and purposes, and. All of the things that I sort of nitpick him for, like some of the finishing and stuff, was all there. Uh, he finished six of eight, seventy-five percent. Um, yeah, he was so impactful. Um, Without looking at it, how many fouls did do you think he had? I know that he didn't have a single foul Damn. because it's like something I would. Yeah, I would, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's another thing I would harp on for. But he had four blocks too. And four blocks were, and no fouls. Whew. Yeah, he was playing aggressive and he was playing smart and two dimes, couple which, of dimes. Call that a dub. Where I'm from. Um, no, this was. I loved it. It was so good to see. He had a poster. Also, the Clippers media team took what might be the best picture of the year. Yeah, it's him dunking on Sexton, Colin Sexton. You can see the spit off of Colin Sexton's face. Like, yeah, he got hit so hard he was doing the like fabulous photo. Shout out Zubats, man. I hope. I just I want to see him play twenty a night. I don't even think that's that crazy. No, that's not that crazy at all. Now it's, you know, should the minutes look more like twenty four and twenty four? Who knows? Um, Lou had an under the radar ten of thirteen shooting night. It, I he was the only part of the bench that was working. Yeah. Um, Two of four from three. Uh, yeah, he was just hyper efficient. Twenty-four points. Twenty-four, but yeah, twenty-four points, and you know, still dished four assists. It was it. It was under the radar is like the perfect description of it. It I, took me until the <laughs> getting the box score going into Doc's presser to be like, holy shit, he was ten of thirteen. Yeah, 
It's insane that we're up 20 points, and then it's like, okay, and now coming in for the Clippers, Lou Williams. And you're like, dude, we're up 20. Totally. Uh, he was They're also, already dead. He was also the first, and I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to note on this, I know we're talking about what we like, but he was the first sub in in this one. Um, yeah. It, it came in a little bit later than normal, because um, for the longest time, you know, Kawhi would go out and, like, Lou Williams would come in. Yeah. Uh, but the starting lineup with Patrick Beverly, uh, Landry Shamit, Kawhi Leonard, um, and and Zoo uh, was plus 22 yeah. overall. And then that lineup with Lou instead of Patrick Beverly drops to net neutral, <laughs> baby. Well, what are you gonna do? This is what we liked. Um, Bev almost had a triple-double again. 10, 7, and 9. He had 6, 4, and 4 in the first, so I'm kind of bummed we couldn't get him to that first career triple-double. <laughs> that first He quarter. was literally halfway there in the first. <laughs> that first was was just perfect, Pat. So how are you feeling after this game? Um, I'm feeling I'm feeling really good. It's you know, basically, I I mean, like a scoreboard aside, just like seeing the effort, I think was was something that I I want to take away from this game. So yeah, I feel I'm walking on sunshine, man. <laughs> That's fair. I feel good about it. Uh, you know, in the grand scheme of things, doesn't mean a lot. I hope this helps us buck some of the bad tendencies we had. Definitely, which was great. You know, the eleven turnovers, huge. Mm-hmm. Doc talked about that. He was like. You can't move the ball slow and have 11 turnovers because that means things are going really bad. He's like, but we were moving the ball quickly and it was 11, so that's great. It's like the best situation. Um, Terrence Mann didn't look too good in limited action. Don't really want to harp on that. You know, weird game. Uh, but no, happy we got the dub. <laughs> Derek Walton had like a historically bad net rating we according don't, you know, to the stats that NBA. Don't do, our, don't do our guy Derek like that. You can't read too much into those things in four minutes of play. So. But coming up after this, we have Watch Day Wednesday. But first... To get fit in 2020, you don't have to join a gym or pay a ton for overpriced fitness equipment. Love. The best way to get in the best shape of your life is with Echelon. Go to echelonfit.com to discover their X1 connected fitness bikes that offer a high quality at-home cycling experience at less than half the price of a Peloton. Wow. Echelon makes beautifully engineered products for everyone. Busy moms and dads, first responders and elite athletes, whatever your activity level. And with daily live and on-demand studio classes right in your home, you never have to step foot in a gym. You'll love Echelon, but if you don't, if you're not 100% satisfied, they'll give you your money back. Go to echelonfit.com slash L-O-N-B-A to learn about their limited time. It's like a British person saying hello to the league, free iPad, and complete details of this exclusive offer. Echelon is your time. That's E-C-H-E-L-O-N fit.com slash L-O-N-B-A. Echelonfit.com slash L-O-N-B-A. Boo. No, that was good. I like it. Welcome to what you say Wednesday. That was a pretty. That was kind of funny. Uh, we had the William Updike fun check on Twitter. Also, vote in the poll at Locked On Clips every yeah. Tuesday. I every single out. Tuesday, poll goes out. This was our most widely voted poll, which I appreciate. We appreciate. Some people also might want to do over on this one. Yeah. So just Bre- break it down for him. I had a float out there. Are you having fun watching the Clippers play so far this year? It's a very simple question. Two and two. There, there were two options. Two ops. Yes or no. <laughs> yes and no. What? Like I, I was thinking of this this morning, and I was like, dude, I can't. I, there can't be a third option for this. There can't. Be, no, because man is no. Maybe man, is, man no. is no. And also, I didn't tell people to put their reasoning in the 
replies. Infinitely more people put their reasoning in the replies on this one. Anyway. Sometimes no re- call to action is the best call to action. Bro, that's that's marketing 201. Um, <laughs> what were the results of this? Updike fun check. This is the closest poll we've ever done. Yes. Uh, 51% said yes. They are having the cl- they are having fun watching the Clippers play this year. So way to go, winners. Cool. Probably had fun tonight. No. The remaining 49% are not having fun watching the Clippers play this year. And honestly, I don't know what the margin of error is on Twitter polls. It went up and down, too. Dude, it was 50-50 all day. We had 631 votes on this. Thank you so much. Um, It was a... I don't know. There was a really good take. Caleb Daniels actually had kind of a heartfelt take that I feel like encapsulates a lot of people's feelings. Okay. Uh, They said, not sure how to answer. Early on, I found myself giddy watching Kawhi and PG make great plays, but lately, the apparent lack of effort on defense and stagnation on offense have not been fun to watch. Now, not tuning in as much and checking scores and assuming to see blown leads or games. First of all, Still tune in. You got to watch your team. No, I say, first of all, fantastically well-worded argument. Yeah. Just from a pro's standpoint. Yeah. Um, also my thing. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I said. No, but I can I can see that too. Um, but no, I thought this was like a really, because I can definitely, I identify with this partly. No, totally. Uh, I, I think that there was a uh, honeymoon period with Kawhi and, and, and Paul George. Especially where, Paul George with those first couple games. For sure. That for was sure. the best honeymoon ever. And, I, I mean, it's really only, I feel like it's really only been a couple of weeks that people have gotten a lot more critical of the play. Um, yeah. Overall. But, yeah, I I mean, I would I voted no in the poll. And here's the reason. First of all, appreciate you owning up to that, but and, uh, come on, bro. And here's the reason. No, here's the reason. I'm furious, Chuck Mockler. Um, I'm not concerned. I'm not overly concerned about anything that we've seen or anything. I think. It has a different feel to it, and when you ask me this question again, you I'm know, never asking this question again. <laughs> so everyone who voted your votes and stuff. When we talk about this again in March, um, I, you know, I'll probably have a different answer. But like, I don't know. It's been really stressful. <laughs> it's been really yeah, stressful in a way that, like, even the like the cardiac. That's kind of what Carl said too. Even even the Shout cardiac. Carl Tart. Even the cardiac clippers of last year, like, were stressful, but it was always like in a fun way because it was kind of like win, lose, or draw. This, there's no like whatever. It, like we're kind of playing with house money. Like we're developing, uh, you know, we're developing some great young guards. Uh, yep. And it's going good. <laughs> Everyone's having a good time. And you know, there's the, the only place to go is up, and it's like in this off season we hit the highest of high that you can hit. As a team, really. Yeah. yeah. I mean, other than winning a chip, obviously, but like from a team building or, you know, like just the a, yeah. a all out high of being a fan. 100%. Uh, this summer was like the height of highs. Like that was crazy. Speaking of that, this is kind of a, I guess we can, we have, we're, having, we're doing a new thing on Thursday. So on tomorrow's episode, mm-hmm. we're going to have Hot Take Thursdays. The first hot take we have is about the offseason and how Clippers fans, how this one Clippers fan feels that. Some of the fan base is acting. And I think it's a fair take because 
So much good stuff happened. Yeah. I think the honeymoon period is the perfect, like, that's, that's, that's a great way to describe it. Yeah. So, I, I mean. But I've been having, I've, you know, I still like the team. <laughs> I'm not saying I don't like the team. <laughs> no, I know. But I know, it's been a gut check for the team and for fans. Yeah. For sure. Um, I'll pro- when do you think we should ask this question again? I don't know. We'll In a month? Out. I feel like that's a good check-in. Well, ask on April 20th. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. <laughs> Some people were really upset at how the season was going. I'm not really upset. Like I said, it's just oh, like... Oh, no, not at all. But some people were like upset at the season overall. Yeah. Some people, I think, I think tonight was a great game for people to kind of be like, see, like, do you see what kind of can happen when things are clicking and when things are not clicking? Yeah. It's also. So you voted yes, obviously. Well, I actually didn't vote because I put the poll out. You could have voted for me personally. Uh, I voted with my one of my many burner accounts, <laughs> Chuck Bockler. <laughs> um, no, I voted yes because I. It's been fun, but that's not to say that I haven't been stressed and upset. I'm getting upset. <laughs> Jordan's getting upset. No, I don't know. You know, it's kind of. It is the expectations are so hard, and because you know that other team just keeps winning. Yeah. Carl Tart brought that up. He was like, it's hard when the other team next door just keeps winning. Yeah. So it's like, damn, this is like, this is what we got to go against? Yeah. You can't compare yourself to them. That is very true. Want to give a big shout out for people for voting and for saying your reasons uh, as to why you might, the things, the team is not fun to watch. A lot of it basically was, you know, the blown leads. It was the way in which we were losing, I, I saw was the pattern. Yeah, that's fair. Of people be like, they don't look, you know, as amped up. There were a couple mentions of the um kind of like we've lost the underdog mentality. Which what is gonna happen. Yeah, which is gonna happen when you add two top <laughs> five, ten players in the league. Yeah. But more importantly, I think the I think I'm not necessarily sure if the players are having fun yet. I I guess that it was another thing that tied you know? into my thing too. Like on court, like it's it doesn't seem as fun. It's a work, but in progress, it is a work in progress. Should we get into some shavings? Let's get into shavings, but first, Will, oh, I can't. I'm dying to tell you about Arizona this Arizona? spring. Where the hell is Arizona <laughs> this spring? You should follow your favorite baseball teams to Arizona for the Cactus League spring training. Seriously, amazing weather and landscapes, exciting outdoor adventure, incredible food. Arizona is truly the perfect home for baseball fans. You can follow your favorite baseball teams to Arizona. Uh, Ten stadiums, 15 MLB teams, beautiful 75-degree temperatures with all 10 stadiums in greater Phoenix within 50 miles of where you are. And that's a Phoenix 50 miles. That's right? f- that's that's less than 50 minutes. That's a less than 50-minute drive. Yeah, that's a good time. Uh, and you can meet the players, get autographs before games, and check out like amazing restaurants and bars, uh, tons of craft breweries, Four Peaks, uh, Angel's Trumpet Ale House, and Goldwater Brewing Company. Love me some Goldwater. They've got live music uh, from local, really great local music scene there, national artists. You can explore museums. Everything. Uh, they've got Native heritage, modern art, musical instruments from around the world. And 
Arizona is known for its incredible landscapes and thrilling outdoor adventures. Hit the road and explore Arizona's urban centers, ghost towns, artsy communities, and quirky outposts. Bro, I love an artsy community. I love a quirky outpost. So, <laughs> Where can I plan my spring training getaway? Uh, go to visitarizona.com slash spring training. That's visitarizona.com slash spring training. Welcome to Shavings. We just got back from Arizona. Um... So we had a texted intake. It's shavings today. Yeah. Uh, from a listener named Morty. What's up? Shout, Morty? Out, shout out Morty. Mort. That Jamichael should start to help floor spacing. This game tonight did not really help that argument. What he's talking about on the whole. Yeah. Clipperholics, czar Brian Cullen shares this thought, as do you. Party Carl Tart discussed it a little bit, even though he doesn't really like Jamichael. Is it a fitness thing? No, he's fit as he's fit as a fiddle. He looks great compared to last year. Whoa, 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 whoa! What are you saying right now? Physique man? wise, dude is way slimmed down from last year. He was he was looking thick last year. Look good. I know, but he looks much. He looks more athletic this year. He's more sinewy. All right. <laughs> I'll say. But so for like you know he kind of. Made his case so much last year. He was starting in the playoffs for us. Yes, agreed. That kind of stuff is adding Paul George and Kawhi that big of a ripple that like we can, we just don't. And because of the continuity, it's just odd he hasn't even started a game yet. Um, even with how many injuries we've had. Granted, he's been part of them. But. I mean, I think it's interesting just because I do feel like at times we've needed the spacing, um, especially. Uh, Especially, I don't know, sometimes when Mo isn't getting paid any attention to. Yep. Um, and with, you know, Shaman was incredible tonight. Um, yeah, we didn't really talk about Shaman that We time. didn't talk about Shaman enough. Sorry uh, about that. Bad us. Bad us. That was bad us. But, you know, he, he's 12. had... 12.7 boards, sorry. He's had some up and down play. Um, obviously, injuries have been a factor in that, but... It does, yeah, it just seems bizarre that he's not ever in the starting lineup. <laughs> Literally ever. Like, we've seen a lot of different lineups and no Jamike. And, you know, and if the thing is like, yeah, we got Pat Patterson shooting a bunch of threes, and it's like, cool, I really liked how that's been going. But also, there's a guy who regularly shot threes last year for you. Yeah. On the bench. I would have near perfect games, shooting wise. Yeah. And he brings in boards. You know, tonight was not very good, but he did have those six boards. Yeah. Do we think it'll happen at some point? I would assume that it has to, and I think, well, maybe it doesn't have to, but I think there's a couple factors at play. Doc keeps bringing up wanting to run more like motion, JJ-type sets for Landry. Which, so, can he... I, I just want him to do it. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. god damn. <laughs> it's... Never mind. I'm not gonna say it. Um, Whoa! <laughs> were you about to were you about to scorch the earth right there? <laughs> not with anyone on the team, um, but yeah. I, so I think with that, like with with the emphasis being a little bit more on on getting Shamit going, I, I do think that kind of diminishes the the odds. That, that puts him in a weird spot, like pecking order wise. Yeah, yeah. And if Shamit is in the starting lineup. Um, and Patterson, I have no idea what his rotation minutes. I, like, he like barely played tonight. If I was a betting man, I would try to put a line on that 
uh, on any given night and just see if I could win or lose a whole lot of money. It's this weird thing where in games where it seems like, oh, yeah, Patterson's going to play a ton, he does not play. Yeah. And then in games where it's like, I'd like to see someone else maybe than Patterson, it's like, hey, it's Patrick Patterson's time. Which, I wonder, yeah. It's, but anyways. I with, would say it's confounding. Yeah, with the flux of Patterson, it, I I do see the merit of, of keeping Jamaica on that second unit. Once again, you know, for the same reason as the first unit, like the space that he can bring to, to Lou and to Trez is great, and he can kind of bolster a little bit of the interior presence with it. Uh, on the defensive end, um, would you be opposed to starting, you know, Sham and Jermichael? Not at all. Not at all. What's wrong with it? Maybe just a little shooting heavy on the starting lineup. Too much shooting? I said heavy. I didn't say too much. Because who's the bench have for shooters other than Lou? Because what? Like who does the bench have for shooters if those two are starting? Patterson. Done. <laughs> end of lane. <laughs> Because <laughs> the uh, rotation wise, this is the second weirdest thing. First weirdest being the Zubots. Why isn't Zubots playing more minutes? Totally. Um, Which I guess we can maybe kind of talk about now. But I, I don't think it's a fitness thing. I don't. Think I think it's either. a fitness thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Team fit, not yeah, yeah, physical fit. No, no, yeah, no. I think it's not that I didn't get the joke. I get <laughs> so the zoo thing. I had this thought as we were taking notes this episode. All right. Is there any world in which Doc is ramping up his minutes for playoffs? Not necessarily right now, but maybe after the All Star break more. So because Trez is get like Trez, Trez is playing so much. Trez is playing so much, and I wonder if that's at all a factor in games like tonight, like leading to that frustration. Like, I mean, he's got to be. You know, we talked about Kawhi having like a load managed game and looking like really springy. It looked like a little bit of a slower game, maybe for Trez. Yeah, uh, and th- you Good know that's call. why I was saying in the in the segment, like I I wasn't sure if maybe he was like dealing with an illness or something, um, or just r- really fully what was going on there. But I hope it's not. The, I hope it's not the flu coming uh, back. You know, we talked about this early on being like a possible limiting factor in Zoo's minutes is is just like some concerns possibly about his conditioning. Yeah. Um. I think so. Here's the thing: I I do think that that is still a factor, and I do hope that he is ramping up the usage for the playoffs, and we will see this him in a higher stride by the time that we get there. But I think that when you see those stretches where he's like getting all these quick fouls and stuff, I think some of that is honestly due to fatigue. I think that hmm. um, you know he he struggles um, with the defensive assignment, and he ends up using his hands uh, and. I, I, you know, I would have to go back and like look at. This is not. I'm not looking at film or anything no, right now. Yeah. But, um This is just a, a, a hypothesis. Because last year when it when he was tired, you could just tell he was just moving slow, and it was kind of like the stride was off for sure. That so that floor has been raised this year. Definitely, you don't really see him taking those lazy steps Definitely. or something like that. Yeah, I think that hand thing's really on point, which is why tonight was so good. He had four blocks, no fouls. Which is like his version of like ten assists, <laughs> no turnovers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I think we might see his used to go up after the All Star break, and I don't know if it's on purpose in terms of like we're ramping him up for that, but we just might have to because Trez might get fatigued. 
You know I, what I mean? Like, I don't know if Trez can keep up this minutes pace, and that's not disrespect to Trez at all. No, no. I mean, it's, but Doc it's, is playing him a lot. It's a lot to ask of a player. It's a lot to ask. Yeah. Man, anything else on the Shaman's drawer? Uh oh! Do you want to talk about Tyloo? Oh yeah, uh, Tyloo. There was an athletic article. Apparently, he wishes he still coached in Cleveland. He was bummed with how everything lasted there. One of the funniest parts of this—you would be bummed to get fired from a spot you want to chip in. Their first chip yeah. in any sport. Yeah, not a lot going on in Cleveland. Um, apparently, Tyloo was on the phone saying he might not take the Clippers job. I mean. And Jerry West yelled, are you effing crazy? <laughs> <laughs> and Tyler was like, well, I should probably take this job. <laughs> Jerry West is yelling at me about it. <laughs> Anything to make of this? Um, Not negative. I, I, yeah. I think that it totally makes sense. I mean, he didn't get to leave on his terms. Um, and, and I'm sure that's really strange. And it's got to be, you know, once again, like you've won a chip and you're like going to go back to being an assistant. I don't know if assistant's really the right word, but I know what you're saying though. Um, it's you, a role shift. You you are taking a different role, um, so I I think that that's totally understandable. Uh, I hope that he's still happy here, and I you know I, I I hope that it does in the long term further his career. How about this? I'm just throwing this. This is coming from nowhere. Okay. If Doc retires and Ty Lue stepped up, would you be mad? I wouldn't be mad, but I'd be like, what? <laughs> I'm just I'm uh, once again I'm no, just throwing sure. this out there. That's a good one. Um Yeah, I don't think there's too much I think to make of it. No. That about wraps it up. That does it. That's it. <laughs> That's it. We're done. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for hanging out. We got our mind right from this victory. Yeah. Uh Thursday's episode. Hot take Thursday. That's right. Send in your hot takes. Send in your hot takes. You can we, if you leave a clever enough, fun enough voicemail. Mm-hmm. at our Google Talk number. We will play it on the show. This uh, number that I'm about to give is 213-986-7354. Leave your message at the Google voice number. Uh, try and not curse. If you curse, we're probably not going to play your message. <laughs> Unless it's really funny. Uh, we got a great one for you guys tomorrow, but if we get a couple more, we might throw them on. We're going to have a preview of that magic game. Mm-hmm. Might be kind of tough. Mm-hmm. And then whatever else helps you now and then in Clipperland. You can check us out at iTunes. Please rate, subscribe, review, all that good stuff. Haven't gotten a review in a while. Yeah, come on, guys. Love, last one was from our oh, boy. Folks. Last one was from our boy, Chenny John. Oh, yeah. Shout out, Chenny John. Shout out, Chenny John. Um, shout out at uh, DeLeon Fam One. Yes. Richard was, he works at Stable Center. He was there. So much, so much fan love tonight, which is great. Um, I have been positive, Chuck Mockler. I've been William, the opinion, the updike. We appreciate you so, so much. Thank you for listening. <laughs>